We talking about practice. This is the hottest sports show that's not a sports show. Let's have a conversation. What up, world? Welcome to Talking About Practice, a sports show that's not just a sports show, but where we sit down and have conversations with compelling people. I'm your host, the Almighty Murs. Shouts to Sauced. The drip is different in three states, Nevada, California, and Massachusetts. If you're into your cannabis, make sure you guys check them out. Uh, or visit sauce.supply on the internet, and you can check out the products they have. These are their new disposables, so make sure you guys check them out. All right, y'all, we have a super special guest today. She's a licensed clinical social worker. Uh, she provides uh, psychotherapy to adults and young adults who may suffer from complex traumas. Uh, she has her own practice, uh, focuses on eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing, EMDR, and trauma-focused cognitive behavioral therapy. She received her master's degree in social work at the University of Southern California. Shouts to the Trojans. She's also a volunteer counselor at Camp Anytown in Las Vegas. She's a Vegas native and UNLV alumni. I've known her for many, many, many years. I'm glad that she's here today. Make some noise for Emerald Stanton, y'all. Wow, that was a really like. How did you know all that? I did my research. <laughs> that was dude. impressive. I did my research, man. And uh, first of all, um, thank you for saying it's impressive. But I think I'm more impressed by like your journey to all this because I've kind of like low key just watched it happen through like social media, yeah, and all that. I appreciate you know that. I mean? yeah. yeah, you know, just because we've known each other for a, a long, long time, a long time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just. <laughs> Here and there, catching each other in the scene and all that type of uh, type of things, but to see you like uh, form in, and develop into your career, yeah, was very motivating for me. Cause I remember when you had posted that your uh, you got accepted mm -hmm. at USC yeah. to get your master's, I was like, yo, I, I want to do the same thing. That's cause so that's cool. yeah, like low key, <laughs> I'm not you. even I'm not even making that up yeah. just cause like you did that. No, I but appreciate that. Was, that. Yeah, no worries. That was one of the things that um, motivated me to, to, to pursue my master's in education. So I which we're definitely going to get into. But um, yeah, let's, let's jump right into it. Uh, social work mm -hmm. and therapy. Yeah. Uh, why? What made why? you get into it? Well, <laughs> I mean, there's so many reasons. Um, I, I didn't just like get into it, I guess, or it just kind of happened. But yeah. Um, I think it's because of my background and like where I come from and just my life, you know, um, yeah. I don't really come from much, really like nothing. Um, we were homeless, you know, just really struggled. Right. Um, I dropped out of high school, like really like I should not be where I am today. Mm -hmm. um, and so just through my experiences like that and it was just really hard. You know, it's really hard to like get out of that and, and pull yourself up and keep going. And yeah. like, I know what it's like to have nothing. And, and so, yeah, just through my experiences and I just feel like I have to give back. And so I always knew I wanted to help people. I didn't know what that meant um, mm -hmm. for a long time. And um, I don't know, just through volunteering, actually what happened was my last semester at UNLV and my yeah. undergrad, um, I took a class, a philosophy class. I just needed like one more credit or something. Mm. And I took this class. It was like philosophy of Asian um, religion. Yeah. Oh, shit. It was pretty okay, cool. Okay, yeah. Um, but the professor, he, uh, the first day he walked in, he started talking about 
all this stuff him and his wife do in the community, yeah. all these nonprofits and all this stuff. And he's like, if, if anyone ever wants to volunteer, let me know. Or if you need hours or any of that. Right. And I was just like, I need to be involved. Whatever he does, I need to do. Yeah. Um, there was just like something about him. He had this energy. I don't know if you've ever met someone and they just like exude like positive, good like energy. Yeah. yeah. Like you just know, like, wow, like you're a good person. Yeah. I don't know. No, it's I, weird. I feel you. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, I've come across several people like that. For and sure. he's like that. And so that was Camp Anytown. I volunteered at Camp Anytown mm -hmm. and um, it changed my life. It definitely changed my life. Um, I was 25 years old. And so like as an adult, uh, adult woman volunteering with youth at that time, like I did not expect it to just like break me so yeah. much. Um, but it changed my life. And so when I came back, um, it just, I just knew I had to do more. And then I started volunteering more. Um, all the people I had met there were amazing people. I had right. never met people that so many people who just like wanted to do good things and help because that's just like what you do. There's like yeah. no motive, you know, um, you just help each other. That's and pretty dope, man. Is, is uh camp any town. Uh, it's, it's a youth organization, right? So what it is, it's a youth leadership program. Okay. Um, uh, what it, they have two camps or before COVID they had two camps a year and it was about five days long um, where we, it's all high school students and we choose students from throughout the Valley. So different socioeconomic statuses and different backgrounds, all of that. Yeah. So we have homeless students. We also have students that are, you know, wealthy. Um, and so um, what we do is we take them out to the mountain. They have no phone service, nothing like that. Yeah. And we just do a ton of workshops with them. Yeah. <laughs> and what we do is teach them about each other and about what we go through in society and why that matters. And, um, like a lot of social building yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, I don't want to talk about, we don't really talk about what we do outside of there. Oh, okay. You know? So it's kind of like, uh, <laughs> If you're a part of it, this is yeah. everything that it is. Yeah. yeah. But what we do, we talk about a lot. We talk about things. We get to know each other on a level that like people I've known 15 years don't know me the way the people oh, there wow. know me, you know? And so. So it's deep. It's very, very deep. Yeah. And that's why like immediately so quickly we're able to build these connections with each other. Oh, 100%. And, and just see each other. And so. I feel like uh, when you have deep conversations with people, mm -hmm. that's when you really build uh, like a lot of trust yeah. uh, with that person. Because not a lot of people share like a lot of their their uh, deepest moments or their traumas or whatever you want to call it. Um, and, and in that case, it also teaches the youth to talk about it. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times they don't want to talk yeah. to anybody. Like I, when I was working at the school district. There was a lot of kids, man. It would take forever, you know, for them to finally like open up, which I didn't have any issue with. But yeah. once once they did, it was like, yeah, you knew you knew exactly uh, uh, about them and, and how to deal with them as well. Yeah. you know, Because every every child is different. Mm -hmm. You know, I learned that through coaching. Every yeah. single child is different. Yep. That's super dope, man. Um, And you did that for since before the pandemic? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've been doing that now for like eight, nine years. And so probably like, yeah, for a while now. Okay. Um, <laughs> and so it just changed my life. And just, um, you know, to see the, the, 
the kids grow up too and to see what they have done and what yeah. they do. And, you know, through Camp Anytown, I went to like the United Nations. I've gone to Ooh. national conferences. I've done so much That's because fire. of that organization and nonprofit. And, um, and yeah, so I just knew I had to do more. Yeah. So I got my undergrad and, um, I became a drug and alcohol counselor, but I really didn't have any direction. Yeah. <laughs> and because of Camp Anytown, though, I knew I wanted to do more. I didn't know what that meant. And then I kept just going. Yeah. You know, 2016 came around and just a lot happened in 2016 um, socially and just uh, just different. A lot changed. And I just knew like, OK, I need to go to school. I need to go back to school to be in a position of power, like a higher position where yeah. I can have more of a voice. Yeah. Right. And so that's why I went back to school. Um, and then when I graduated, I did. I, I tried <laughs> all the policy stuff and yeah. all the politics and like. You know, just, and it's honestly, it's a lot. And yeah. so um, I started doing therapy again and um, working with perpetrators and victims of sexual abuse and wow. abuse. And so, and that really shifted everything as well for me. And I just like found a new love for for working with people on that level. That's and super dope. And doing therapy and being a therapist, a trauma therapist. So. Yeah. Yeah, That's super dope. So <laughs> I actually interned uh, when I was in my last year in my uh, undergrad studies. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, you got to do your internship. So I entered at Emma's house. I don't know if you've heard of that organization. It's all it's ran by one person. Okay. Um, and basically, she did the same thing. She worked with uh, mainly uh, young girls mm -hmm. whose parents were incarcerated uh, they basically didn't have nobody and she like, she would focus and we do workshops on teaching young girls how like empowerment. That's amazing. Uh, you know, how to talk about their issues, how to have a voice and, you know, not just, uh, take things and deal with it. So I understand where you're coming from with camp anytime because yeah. you meet these, these kids and, uh, once they start opening up, it's almost like, you kind of forget your own world. Yeah. And you just like fall into theirs. Yeah. And try to help them. Yeah. No, it's amazing. You know, my my first camp that I said changed my life. Um, yeah. You know, I, there was a student, there was a delegate, and I was just like, I'll, I'll never forget him. Um, but he, uh, he had an intellectual disability, mm -hmm. um, but he was still like functioning, high functioning, all that. But um, he was kind of like to himself t at camp and, and, but started to like loosen up and he was in a lot of my groups. I was with him a lot throughout the camp. Yeah. And so the last day we had all gotten really close. We get very, very close. Um, the last day we say goodbye and we, um, he also had been taken, like he was in foster care. That, that was what was else. So he, he hadn't seen like his whole family in a long time. He right. had a lot. He really opened up to us. And that was like the first time I think he had been able to open up and talk about these things that he was going through. Yeah. Um, so we got really close. Um, but we say goodbye. We used to like sit in this big circle and say goodbye. And now we kind of changed it up. Right. Um, but and everyone has a chance to say something. But the whole time he like we, he knew that we were leaving. We were going to leave soon. He sat on my like shoulder here and just cried for three hours, Damn. like three hours, just like <laughs> like that. Yeah. He, like and it just broke my heart. It broke my heart. I 
I still think of him all the time, but he had said, you know, I've, I've never felt accepted or like any, any, I haven't felt like anywhere was home until here. Like no one's ever accepted me. No one's ever like heard me, you know? And so we, we've still like kept in contact with a lot of the delegates. And so, um, I did keep in contact with him for a while. He, he, went back with his family, found like his sister and stuff like oh, that. Shit, and so, dope. um, but yeah, so it was just like, I taught him a lot just from that, mm-hmm. those, that interaction. Yeah. I don't know. Just, it, it's just an, a great yeah. experience. So, yeah. I remember seeing like your posts about it and I was like, this is fucking sick. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, just cause at the time I was coaching heavy and, uh, you know, again, like seeing you go through your education yeah. and then, you, and, and then you were helping out at this camp. I was like, that's dope. Giving back to the community is always like a super dope thing. Yeah. You know? I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I want to I wanna circle back to your education. Yeah. Um, you say you study psychology at UNLV mm-hmm. and you received your master's in social work at USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, education is important to get into the field that you're in. Yeah. Um, but what, what are your thoughts in higher education? Like, mm. like what, like. <laughs> How do you feel about it now that you've gone through it, gotten yeah. two degrees? Do you think it's effective? Are there other ways that you can kind of fall into your position or yeah. what's yeah. your take on education? <laughs> well, I think that I have a lot of thoughts, I guess. Um, yeah. You know, I think that there's a ton of emphasis for young people um, to go to school, to go to college, and, and they just are supposed to know what they want to do with the rest of their life. Yeah. And I I think that that's a little silly. Um, (laughs) An 18 year old doesn't know, you know, like I still don't know what I'm doing with my life. You know, like I have, you know, I kind of know, but you you never know. And so um, that part I'm not like a fan of. I think that everyone should have their own experience and like live, you know, figure Mm -hmm. out who you are, figure out what you like, what you don't like. And then maybe if you want to go to school, go to school. But like, you know, be intentional about it. Um, 100%. I agree with that. You know, um, but I I do think it's extremely valuable. I do, you know, um, my time at UNLV, I just both institutions really taught me quite a bit. Um, USC was an amazing education. Yeah. So and something I talk about, like people know it, how valuable it is to me. So I don't know. You know, I do definitely understand why you know people right. say go to school go to school go to college all of that um however i don't think if you that might not be for everyone yeah i don't think so, it's it's for everyone yeah. either um because i went to college right out of mm-hmm. high school because thinking that's what you're supposed yeah. to do but like you said i had no intention yeah i didn't even know what i wanted to do i changed my major three times in in one year yeah because like yeah we're we're growing up we don't know yeah i just wanted to i found man i'm just trying to like work and like and, and like uh you know, socialize and, and get out of my bubble that I've been in this whole time. Um, but there's some things where you do need education. And uh, when I went back to school, I was trying to, because uh, I was working with students, I wanted to coach at the college level, but you need a degree. Mm-hmm. Can't coach without a college degree. So mm-hmm. I went and got my, my psychology degree to learn how to understand people and the people that I coach. Um, when I got my master's, uh, I really focused on the network yeah. portion of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, I figured if I'm going to, you know, spend some more money to go to school, because I, I didn't have any network out of my out of my undergrad. Like, I don't keep in contact with any of my professors. Yeah. I didn't even have friends. 
but I changed that up. Like I created like a group to with my colleagues so we could uh, help each other get through school. That's so Excuse cool. Me. It was pretty cool. I ain't yeah. gonna lie, because I'm still cool <laughs> with them now. And uh, I got cool with my professors. Like I'll, you know, on Twitter, Facebook, like I'll, we'll communicate through that. Uh, did you like do the same thing when you're going through your master's? Do you still yeah. keep in contact with your professors or anything like that? Yeah, no, I do. I do keep in contact with some. Um, the cool thing, like um, I did a virtual hybrid program. And so I had professors from all over the country yeah. that did so many different things. So yeah, absolutely. I took advantage. I, I, I took advantage of that. And like, I wanted to keep in contact because they right. do did really cool things. Yeah, um, it's true, right? I Before I went to the school that I decided to go to, I like researched the professors because you can uh, see yeah. who's in the program. <laughs> I just want to see where they came yeah. from, what they do, who they worked for, uh, what their beliefs were. Wow. And I was like, you know what? This is probably the solid place to go. So that's why I chose Miami compared yeah. to like other schools uh, hey. just because of that. And plus Miami, man. Yeah, you got to yeah, go to Miami. Yeah. So, um, so you say you went hybrid. Were you dr like driving back, flying back and forth? Or how'd you do that? No, no. I didn't have to go there. So all my classes were like virtual. Yeah. Um, and then I had to go there once a year, though, just to like check in and meet with an advisor. But that was it. Oh, man. So that Love was me. it. So Easy. I was here in Vegas. Um, but it was on. it was still the best experience. So. Right. I, I don't know. It was right. great. Do you do you think education should be like higher education should be free in America? Because mm. this it's expensive. I don't yeah. know if you went through with scholarships or anything like that, but yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't get a scholarship. I got a half scholarship from the school, but I, I'm still paying like over thirty some thousand dollars yeah. for my program. No, I didn't have any type of help, and so yeah. like that's like I did not know how to go to school if, in general when mm -hmm. I first went back to school because I had dropped out, and so. I was very lost in like what to do and how to do it. My undergrad, I was able, very, very fortunate enough to be able to pay all that off um, yeah. just as I went. Um, but my graduate degree was extremely expensive. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it. like USC too. So no, I have a ton of student debt and same, you know, but I think, I think so. You know, I think that education is, should be free. Um, you know, I know that like the argument is, I guess the competition and the, right. all of that you have better, but no, I do think a lot of, at least like your undergrad, I, I definitely think that should be free. I don't yeah, think, or something like, um, if people want education, I think that they should be, yeah, have that opportunity. I, I feel like if you, if you're educated or if you educate the people in your society as easy as like give them the opportunity, then like you you would think that those people would come up better in society, right? Yeah. Like that, I, I'm yeah, just saying, like absolutely. the more people are educated, but then also you would think like, well, the more people that are educated, you know, they'll start to understand and think things different and might not <laughs> agree with the way we're doing things. So it's a give and take. I was actually talking to somebody from Germany that grew up in Germany, um, but he is a foreigner in, in Germany. I think he lit. Uh, he's born here. Okay. But um, when he moved there at a young age, he was actually able to. He, like he told me that education, higher education, is free there. Yeah. But they don't just do it for people that live in Germany. If you wanted to to go over there as a foreigner, you can apply and get accepted. If you get accepted, you can go to school there for free. That's so cool. Yeah. Obviously, you got to pay for your housing and all yeah. that. But your actual education is free. And he said like that he has some of the top professors. Yeah. You know, it's real good stuff. It is. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, we're so behind here, honestly. Yeah. 
Um, we're still behind. I feel like other countries definitely have it figured out in helping each other and just doing better. And they have yeah. a, um, they're always rated higher on like quality of life mm-hmm. and happiness and all of that. And I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I definitely think we should, like people should have access an, to yeah. it, man, at least, man. When I was coaching basketball, a lot of these kids, their only way to get to 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 have that experience of college is to get an athletic scholarship because yeah. their parents couldn't afford it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And who wants to take on that much debt? Yeah. It's, like it's, it's crazy. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But and then p- kids who are people who grow up in underserved communities, there's yeah. like an added layer. So it's just hard. And I don't know. It's yeah. it's messed up. But definitely, I think that we need more um, funding education in general, yeah. especially here in Nevada or in Las Vegas. We're, it, you know, I, yeah, we're, we're like so ranked, bad. Always. Like towards the bottom with it. Yeah. Every year, all the time, you know. And so it's just unacceptable, yeah. in my opinion. <laughs> there's this. Uh, no, I feel you. There's this dude uh, who's like making... Uh, his name is Vivek, uh, I can't even say his last name, Ramam Wamsway or something like that. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of him? Yeah, he's running for- He's running for the yeah. Republican Party? Yeah. Well, it's like, there's this one thing that he said that just threw me off guard. I, want, I, don't, I don't know if you heard it, but he said that he wants to like remove the Department of yeah. Education. Yeah, I did hear about that, and, yeah. And put the $80 billion <laughs> in the parents' pockets and yeah. allow people to choose the schools they go to remove the the local teacher unions and all that, which like first listen or, you know, I haven't really dove too deep. I'm not really like into politics like that. Yeah. Um, I was like, that's wild. Why are you going to put it into the control of the parents? There's some parents that they're, there's they're like you said, live in um, poor communities. They get some money. I don't, I think the last thing they think about is putting their kid in like a private school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're gonna but, survive yeah and that's the yeah. thing like they like it's education there too right yeah. about like how do you even use a ton of money right like how would you but right no i i think he's a. Uh, yeah it's different i'm not I'm, <laughs> I'm not really feeling him to be yeah. honest and a lot of what he says doesn't make sense when you really like dive into it and dissect mm-hmm. it um i i do follow politics right, <laughs> unfortunately right. unfortunately but um and so I don't really understand, like, like in practice, how that would work. Yeah, I, I, I don't either. <laughs> I don't. And I'm not really too, you know, yeah. too versed in it. Yeah. Like, obviously, like, you know, I, I kind of, like, read into it a little mm-hmm. bit. But it's it's always above what I'm even trying to do anyway. Yeah, Because, yeah. like, to me, I feel like no matter who's going to be in office in anything, like, mm-hmm. we still got to grind and hustle. Yeah. I'm still going to be in the same position. Yeah. That I, you know, nothing's going to change yeah. for me. So. Absolutely. Yeah, he was saying some wild shit, but I like that one really is like, what? Yeah. That shit's crazy. Um, I want to get into your practice. Yeah. EMDR. Yeah. Because I was reading into it. It's uh, It sounds um, it, it, uh, very intriguing. <laughs> yeah, it's different. I it's- couldn't really find like uh, exactly what it does or detail. Yeah. Um, so yeah. you're in it. I want to ask you. So what exactly is EMDR? Like, how is it used in therapy? Yeah, so, <laughs> well, okay, so EMDR stands for Eye Movement Desensitization Reprocessing. Yeah. And so it's a trauma treatment. Um, it's a fairly new trauma treatment, but it's very trending right now. Mm-hmm. Like, um, people have talked about it, um, like, in the media and stuff, yeah. like famous people. Um, but what it does, how it works, it's a type of therapy. So with when you're 
a therapist, there's different types of things that you can use and you learn different types of, they're called modalities, like cognitive behavioral therapy or EMDR or IFS, um, which is internal family system. So anyways, you can use and get trained in these different things. Um, But I I worked with victims and perpetrators of abuse, right? And so um, what they would come in and it would just be like, feel completely overwhelming because they have years it, w- it would just take years to be able to help unpack you. all this yeah, yeah like just and and i was getting overwhelmed as a therapist and feeling really like really defeated like yeah. and so anyways i had done some research and as a therapist i'm always trying to learn more like every day i start my day um with a podcast or a book listening to something of something i can learn in regard that helps me with work in that field mm-hmm. yeah and so anyways, EMDR, I'd always been interested in it. So I got into a training, what it is, what it does. <laughs> um, it helps to like people who have trauma and complex trauma, they they suffer with different things, right? Yeah. Um, maybe it's PTSD and they get scared and jumpy or they can't be in a room or they count their steps or, you know, they feel like they can't trust people, which a lot of people in general have that, right? Yeah. Um, so anyways... What EMDR does is we find this um, memory, this traumatic memory that's associated with something that's happening today that we experience and go through. So it could be, I can't trust anyone. I can't keep relationships. It could be like a negative thing like that, negative cognition that we have and carry. Or it can be like like what I was saying about if you're jumpy or things like that, right? Um, Anyways, and so what we do, we reprocess that. We go back, we bring up the memory, and it's through eye movements, and it's yeah, through I was tapping. Reading that. Yeah, and so um, they don't know exactly how it works because we can't like go into someone's brain when they're alive, right? Yeah. Um, so we don't know exactly, but what they do know is that it taps into a part of our brain that we utilize and use during REM sleep, which is where we do our healing, Mm -hmm. our storing, our sorting, all that type of stuff. And so we do that when they're awake with, with these memories through eye movements or through tappings. And what happens is eventually it's like less loud, Uh, all those things. Right. Or then we, we start to like not care about certain things that we used to hold, hold on to. Like I can't trust anyone now. I'm, I'm find myself, going out and meeting people. I find myself talking to people, right? Mm-hmm. So there's, um, it's really like hard to explain. <laughs> no, I got you. That, um, that's what I was that's saying. Like, yeah. Cause like I couldn't, when I was reading into it, I'm like, eye movements. Like, yeah. So it's do weird. like, are they, are their eyes closed um, in this process and they're talking about it? No. So there's different things. They, they necessarily don't have to talk about everything. Right. Oh, okay. And so what they're, what we're doing is getting them into like, they're closing their eyes or their eyes are open. It's called bilateral stimulation. Yeah. And so um, the BLS, which is the eye movements or the tapping um, there or sounds, you they close their eyes. They can keep them open depending on what they prefer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're noticing that memory and whatever else we're bringing into that. If it's a like negative belief about I can't trust people or this, I can't like I'm so jumpy, that type of thing. Yeah. Um, we bring them together and they focus on that for a few seconds for taps or for eye movements. And then we pause and then it, that's how it kind of goes. It's Got like you. you keep like, what do you notice? And then it changes and it shifts and it shifts until they don't notice anything. And right. then we go back and we do it again. And then eventually. Is this something they can do on their own after no, they know? No. So they need someone to guide them <laughs> yeah, through it? Yeah. So it's like they don't even 
you know, when you take a training for this, mm -hmm. um, you're not supposed to do it on yourself. You're not supposed to do it on friends. Like it's definitely not, Got you. you know, um, no. <laughs> so, so it's, is it, uh, is it pretty aggressive? I guess you could say because it, it can, it can be because, yeah. you know, it, it's disturbing. People don't want to think about these, these traumatic yeah, things. You're bringing them back up yeah. basically. Yeah. And then you're trying to have them overcome it. Yeah. By using eye movements, yeah. essentially. Yeah. That's and wild. so what it's, yeah. And it sounds, it sounds weird. I know, but, yeah. um, <laughs> there's a ton of research behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, it works, it works. It doesn't work for everyone, but it works for quite a bit of people. Yeah. It also works for, um, like big trauma incidents, like mass, mass shooting, stuff like that. Got there's you. a big, um, EMDR person. His name is Dr. Nacho. Um, yeah. but he's based out of Mexico city and like he comes in, he came in for the El Paso shooting after this, Right. big you know traumatic event and he'll do emdr with a hundred people at a time oh, wow. in a group and right where they just experienced this recent event where you know they're traumatized and he'll do emdr and then people who need it more help then they'll get them more help after and he just like flies out and so like there's ways to do that's it crazy. like that like it really works um yeah. and so so that's what I do. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> sounds like, uh, and 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 excuse me if this sound if this is an ignorant like no uh, no 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 uh, <laughs> like a comparison, but kind of sounds like a form of meditation almost. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I mean, it's calming. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it could be calming. Yes. You know, uh, I guess once you get through the uh, bringing up the traumas, yeah. and now you're just trying to like to uh, get through it. Yeah. Um, I also heard that it's uh, it helps speed up therapy process yeah. like uh because some people can take like you said could take years of therapy yeah. just to kind of un unpack everything they have mm -hmm. this kind of speeds up the process mm -hmm. um but what i also read was this doesn't really work for people who are dealing with depression or um like a, a bipolar disorder or m things of that type of mental uh health issues i guess you could call it respectfully yeah um is that true or no, do it you does work, work for everything? It, yeah, does? it okay. does. It works for pretty much everything. And it's, it's one of the most like effective trauma treatments. Yeah. Um, and so also with mental health disorders and diagnoses, like the way, because I am a trauma therapist, my view of, of people and diagnoses like depression, bipolar disorder, not bipolar disorder. I take that one back, but like right. depression and like, um, personality disorders, mm -hmm. things like that, they're all trauma-based. Like these yeah. things come from somewhere. Um, and so my view and my lens of how I see people is not like, why are they like that? It's, I, I think of what happened to them to create this reaction. Um, yeah. And so everything makes sense given context. So like OCD, all this stuff, they're trauma responses and coping mechanisms, right? Yeah. And so we can work with them with EMDR and stuff like that. So definitely EMDR can help yeah, oh, with okay. all of that. Yeah. And so, um, and that's just, you know, OCD, anxiety, depression, um, personality disorders, all that type of stuff is, it's a coping mechanism. It's right. things that we develop when we can't cope with life. Um, and yeah, so, it's true. So, if, yeah. if someone came up to you during the therapy session or they're, they're new, you're about to take them in and they're telling you they're suicidal because of, of the trauma they're experiencing is EMDR something that you're going to uh, try and work them with first or are you going to like get them help another way? Um, you know, 
it depends. Every mm-hmm. situation is different. I've I've definitely had situations like that many times, yeah. um, <laughs> unfortunately. But um, no, it just depends on the situation. It depends on how. Um, you know, do they have a plan? Are they actively suicidal? Do they have access to things yeah. to, to, you know, um, then there will be, they're going, I'm going a different route. Right. Um, <laughs> True. I would yeah, so, try to get them you yeah. know, help right away. Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't be focused on that. Okay. Um, however, people do experience like fleeting thoughts of, I want to die or, right. you know, suicidal things that way where there's no plan and they're just really depressed and, mm-hmm no motivation for life that would be where we could use emdr and and do things like that have you had a client in that in that uh i guess situation Mm -hmm. and then got him out of that before i mean i've had some yeah yeah wow (laughs) um there's like you know people who experience trauma which you know i think is the world Mm -hmm. (laughs) honestly but like complex trauma stuff um they just come in really sad you know really down and where I was at before, before I opened my practice, um, we would get um, right away when someone would file a police report of against someone, they would come to our office like a couple weeks after, right? And get mm-hmm. right into therapy. So we're working with them right away after the event, right? And they come in just so, you know, yeah. so down, destroyed. And so, yeah, of course, they're, you know, there's thoughts of suicide and thoughts of I can't do this and I can't trust people and what's the point and, and things will, you know, all that. And right. so, yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, that's why I love what I do because I do see so much progress. Um, mm-hmm. And I see people just be able to breathe again. Um, yeah, I feel that. And man. so I, I can't take things away. You know, I wish I could do that for people. I'm not, I'm just a therapist. <laughs> right, right. Um, but, you know, I hope I can help them to like live again, you know, and yeah. be able to breathe and maybe not be so closed off to new experiences wow yeah that's that's strong man shouts to you thank you i love it (laughs) i I could tell man because you're very knowledgeable with Mm -hmm. it and you could tell you you know you 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 went through school for it uh and i could just tell by the way that you talk like uh you know what you're doing thank you you know what i'm saying (laughs) like there's some people that like you know, you, you try therapy, uh, therapists and they don't work out for yeah. you. You got to keep going till you find somebody. Yeah. And then they got the online joints like, uh, uh, better help and stuff where, you know, uh, what I've heard sometimes some of those people aren't even accredited, yeah. you know, they're yeah. just, they're just kind of beating the system so they can get a check. Yeah. So it's crazy. <laughs> it really is crazy. So please you all be careful and yeah. be safe. And if you like, um, I don't know, I'm here to answer any questions. So I'd yeah. rather, I I'm here to help, you know, yeah. if someone needs guidance on where to go, what to do, I don't know, because it is. Yeah. Right. Would you do, would you do therapy for your friends or is that like a conflict of interest? Yeah, we can't, we can't yeah. do things like that. Yeah. I figured that. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing I, 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 uh, I learned in psychology, like you can't really do that for people. Yeah. No, you definitely need like a lot of boundaries. So like social media, I have yeah. my private social media and then I have my business social media. Yeah. Like there's so many things you need. You need boundaries and no, I can't. Yeah, friends. Exactly. It's just like you just no. Yeah, no, I, 100%. <laughs> I feel you on that. Um, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about with this, because you're also human, too, though, like you're you're uh as much as you're trying to help people, you're probably going through your own things. So how do you separate 
your work, the people that you're you're dealing with, with your personal life? Like, how do you not take that home? Or do you take it home and maybe, like, process it or store it somewhere else? Yeah. Like, how do do you go through that? You know, it's a process. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) Um, When I first started doing the work I do, which, like, all together now through, like, drug and alcohol counseling, my volunteer work, it's been like 10 years, right? Yeah. Um, it, it's taken me a lot of a lot of work to be able to separate things and not take things on so so much. Um, and so I, I don't know, you know, it's it's a work in progress. I can't lie. You know, some days I am affected. Right. It really does get to me just. Yeah. Just um, a couple of days ago. Yeah. I had a day where I was just you know, just seeing people who the system has let them down and no one has like listened to them or given them help or it just really, it gets to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I take care of myself. So I, I, you know, definitely am very intentional with my time. If I yeah. need rest or, um, if I, I need to get outdoors, I need to, you know, I just need to do things for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of just feel like a, yeah. a outsider work, feel normal, yeah. so to speak. And yeah. then I also love to cook. I love to cook. And so Fire. that's like one of my, my things. Your little coping mm-hmm. mechanism or, or something <laughs> to just calm you. You're like yeah. your, little, your little therapy of mm-hmm. your own. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, um, definitely going to therapy myself and, yeah. Um, just taking care of myself. However, I am human. Things do get to me. It's not always perfect. It's right. not always pretty. Um, I would definitely be lying if, yeah, if I said it was. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine any therapist that would say like, man, I'm fine. I, yeah. This is nothing to me. I turn it off as soon as I leave the office. No. I can't see it. Yeah. Um, what if it has <laughs> like, what if your client needs your help right away? Like they're like blowing up your phone. I don't know if you cut that off at a certain time so you could just focus on yourself. Yeah. But has like a client ever needed you right away and what would you all do? All the time, yeah? all the time. <laughs> just because of the nature of like the ty- the type of clients that I do yeah. primarily work with, um they 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 feel like they're in crisis a lot because their system is so dysregulated from trauma. Um yeah. and so I am here, which isn't, you know, so it's hard for me to always shut off. Right. But no, I'm very transparent with my clients. They know that they can always contact me. They know that if it is an emergency, I will answer. And if it is not that I will not, and they know (laughs) what the difference is and how to, um, I, I make it clear to them. And so we talk about those types of things. You guys can always call me. You can always text me. Feel free to, if you need to email me something, you can, However, I'm not answering my phone right. <laughs> at certain times. If it's an emergency, um, say that and I'll pick up. Nice, but, nice. Since, since EMDR is so new, is this something that's covered by people's insurance or uh, is there like any government subsidies for it or are most people like paying out of pocket for this type of treatment? No, it's definitely covered by insurance. You just have to find a therapist who um, who's an EMDR therapist who mm-hmm. does EMDR, right? And so, um, but make sure that their EMDR at least trained, um, that they've gone through a, a training program and not just doing EMDR right. um, because there is a difference. Um, but yeah, it's definitely covered by insurance. Um, what I would like to do though, I do a specialized treatment for people mm-hmm. where- I take, I do an EMDR intensive treatment where I spend three to five days with one person and like straight, straight over like the span of 15 to to 20, 25 hours. And we just work on a ton of just everything. And then they're 
they're kind of done, right? They come back for maintenance sessions here and there if they need anything, but yeah. that's it, right? Um, and I want to try to get grants and stuff like that because um, I just think it's definitely needed. Insurance won't pay for something like that. Right. So, but yeah. Has, has <laughs> this might be a wild question, but I'm pretty sure it's not far fetched. But has any of your clients like gone through your treatments and then crossed that boundary and like, Hit you up for something else, like yo. Yeah, you try to go out to lunch or dinner or something like that. Yeah, yeah, for absolutely. Real? Oh Damn, yeah, absolutely. I, I would hate to. Have that. I'd be like, yeah. yo, I can't fuck with you no more, dog. <laughs> X you out of the program. Yeah, no, all the time. Oh my goodness, it's honestly, it happens. I definitely have to be very clear with boundaries, yeah. and so you know, I've had people, re yeah, <laughs> people request me on social media or try to reach out to me yeah. or or send me inappropriate messages. And I just really like, I call it out and say, this is inappropriate That's for wild. one. And like, it's not far-fetched yeah, though, man. No, it yeah. happens. You know, people love to just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But absolutely. That's crazy. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. I don't think I could be a therapist, man. Yeah, people be trying to, you know, get at me for the wrong reasons. <laughs> All right. But that doesn't like, I mean. Yeah, I, I mean, know. it's probably it's probably not a big deal. Like, no. you know, you just boom and move on to yeah, the next. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Are you at a point where you don't take clients? Like, you're just so no, busy? No, I'm taking clients. I do a lot, and I'm trying to... <laughs> I don't know, but no, I'm taking, I'm taking clients. I'm still taking clients. So it's hard, it's hard for me to say no. So, yeah. cause hopefully, you know, people listening to this and mm -hmm. would, uh, want to try something new Yeah, therapy wise, Yeah, you know, uh, I, just reading about it was very, uh, interesting, you know? Uh, so, and then them hearing what you're saying, I would want to try it too. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean? So if you're, if you're listening, <laughs> check the description, I'll have her link on there so you can read about her and then possibly book a, a, con yeah. a consultation yeah no <laughs> doubt okay so this next segment i want to get is it's called choose one to shoot one okay it's uh it's pretty much a drinking game um but i give you two people or two things and then you you either choose one uh if not if you got if you can't you gotta choose both or don't want to choose either then we we take a sip okay yeah how you doing on your drink you want another one i think i'm okay i think Excuse me. I'm okay right now. Yeah, yeah, you good? yeah. Yeah. Our first one, I ask every. I don't know how in uh in, how deep your sports knowledge is. Okay. Uh, but I kind of <laughs> kept it real, real broad. Okay. Uh, but my first question, I ask everybody this: um, Allen Iverson or Steph Curry? Allen Iverson. Yes, that's a good. <laughs> that is a good answer. He's in my he, in my opinion, he's the goat. As you yeah. can see, like I named the show after him. Yeah. Like one of his uh uh uh. Media media days that went berserk. On, yeah, no, you know, I love. Well, for one, I love basketball. Um, let's get it. But I, Steph Curry is amazing. Obviously, he's great. Yeah. He's he's Steph Curry, right? But right. I mean, Allen Iverson. Yeah, AI man. <laughs> Did you play sports in high school? No, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. I dropped out my sophomore year. I didn't even. Right. I was no. I was. I got you. Doing other things. No worries. <laughs> no worries. All right, Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan. <sighs> That's so one, hard. Yeah. So I'm a Lakers fan. Um, I grew up with Kobe, you know, like just the Lakers. I don't know. But Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan. Yeah, Why true. would you do that? Yeah. Wait, so if I can't answer, I can. If you want to choose both, we just take a sip. Okay, I have to yeah. choose both. Okay, cool. We can take a sip. <laughs> Did you want to sip this? You want a shot? No shot. I'll, okay. I'll sip this. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. All right, we're going to move into some hockey. Okay. All right. Uh, Golden Knights, Mark Andre Fleury, our first goalie, 
or Aiden Hill, our most recent goalie who helped us win our our uh, Stanley Cup? Flurry. Flurry. Yeah. Dang, yo, he's a hey, man. You know what's crazy? As good as Aiden Hill did, mm-hmm. I don't know if you got a chance to see. I know you're busy, but I don't know yeah. if you got a chance to see the Stanley Cup games. I didn't, and I'm so sad. It, they were great, and Aiden Hill is like the man. That dude, it, like nothing was getting through him. Yeah, but Flurry, man, he's like the he's like the Vegas uh, yeah. hero. You yeah. know? Yeah, I don't know. I have I have to choose him. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> stuck. I'm drinking for myself because okay. I'm stuck on this one. Well, I'll drink with you. <laughs> Let's get it. All right, we're going to move into a little bit of uh, some pop culture. Okay. Okay. Jay-Z or Drake? Jay-Z. <laughs> Easy. I mean. Somebody chose, like, my last guest chose Drake. No, I just, like, <laughs> just now, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's deeper. It's deeper with Jay-Z, mm-hmm. man. All right. Beyonce or Rihanna? Um... <laughs> I would rather just, I can't choose one. Yeah, that's a know. tough one. Yeah. <laughs> that's a tough one. I'm going to choose Riri. See, that's what I do want. I do want to choose, we'll her, choose her, but, you know, I can't say. I feel like Beyonce fans are so. That beehive will come at you, They're man. crazy, you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think they're both billionaires. Are they both billionaires? I don't know, but. I might have to check amazing. into. That's, it is amazing. You know, shouts to them. Because I remember when they both came up i remember when uh rihanna's first mm-hmm. single came out i think we were in high school for yeah, that yeah when beyonce came up with destiny's child mm-hmm. we were like elementary yeah. middle school so it's dope to see them doing their thing it is all right whitney houston or mariah carey um <laughs> that's I, a tough one right? that is a tough one you know whitney is whitney and yes yeah. she's whitney but Mariah's Mariah, I, I, you know. They both can sing. They both can sing. Uh, R.I.P. Whitney Houston. Uh, man. I think maybe Whitney, just for, like, respect. I feel like this one, I don't know, though. Yeah. It's really hard. It is tough. <laughs> it, I, I mean, we could drink to it, but, man, I, I don't even know who I would choose. because Whitney's got some classics, and my mom is a big Whitney Houston mm-hmm. fan. But she was also playing a lot of Mariah Carey. And I think I kind of grew up more on Mariah yeah. Carey. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't fucking know. I love Mariah too, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's I tough. don't know. I don't know. You, you want to take, yeah. take a sip yeah. to that? Yeah. <laughs> Can't choose. So I did a good job with this. Mm-hmm. I, I made it as hard as possible. <laughs> All right. Kanye West or Pharrell Williams? Pharrell. Let's go. <laughs> I'm from Virginia, so okay. I'm a huge Pharrell oh, fan. Oh yeah, he's... I love Kanye's music. Well, I, I haven't been fucking with him lately with his, no. with his new like after like None uh, of that. <laughs> uh, uh, t- uh Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah. After that, yep. I was like, mm, I can't really fuck with this. I feel shit. the same. Yeah, yeah. But Pharrell is just he's to me he's got more style. Yep. He he he's more broad with the music he makes, mm-hmm. and he has like a better message. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's so. just like yeah, I just like him. Yeah. He's just he don't age. He's just a cool like he's just a cool dude. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Straight up. Like uh man a few words. And like I said, he doesn't age at all. He that does dude not. looks the same. Yeah, he looks so yeah, he looks great. <laughs> I started using his skincare because I'm hoping I could He has skincare? That. Oh it's called human race. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah. Is it's it good? A full, <laughs> I, well yeah, I use the cleanser. I haven't dove into other stuff because honestly it's mad expensive. Okay. Uh, so if, you, if for real, if you listen to this or human race executives 
sponsor the pod, yeah, man, because yeah. I would love to use all of it. <laughs> but uh, the cleanser itself is like fire. Okay. Yeah, it's like it. a rice powder. Mm-hmm. And it's, you, oh. yeah, you put it in your hand, put a little bit of water, mm-hmm. and then it, it creates the, uh, I don't know what you call it, yeah. but the stuff you put like on the, your face. The foam. Yeah, exactly. The cleanser. Exactly. They tell you you only use a little bit, but I, man, I'm... Really? I'll pour it up, man, because it's, it's I, I need I want to check more. it out. Okay. Yeah, okay. human race. You should check it out. All right, Justin Timberlake or Robin Thicke? I mean, Justin Timberlake. That one is, right? Yeah, he, yeah I, no, no, I mean, this is you. This, there's no wrong answer. Uh, I, I choose Justin Timberlake, but man, Robin Thicke is nice, he dude. Is, yeah. He is, he is. He is. And I heard an interview that he did on Drink Champs, mm-hmm. and... Um, I didn't know that he was so connected into like the R and B music world. Mm. Like I don't know between, much about. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know either. Mm-hmm. I just thought he just came out of nowhere. Uh, he was messing with Paula Patton. Like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. all I thought. Yeah, but like <laughs> um, his dad, his pops is like big into the R and B world. I think oh. his mom's too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know his parents are thick, something thick. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like he's been around music his whole life, and he's just oh. really. He knows a lot of people just mm-hmm. based off of who who his parents were. I didn't know and that. And it kind of blessed him getting into the game. But he's wrote a lot of songs for a lot of people that you wouldn't even know that yeah. he, it was him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, JT I mean, takes that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So a little bit of a uh, a little bit of uh, psychology debates mm. we'll get into. Okay. Um, nature or nurture. Well, <laughs> yeah, just see so, it. <laughs> I mean, everything to me. OK, anything when it comes to like theories and psychology and I mean, I feel like there's there isn't one answer um, yeah, to isn't. things. And so I think that it's both. So I yeah. can't it's nature and it's nurture. You know, it definitely matters how it, it, it like honestly research does show this though yeah. <laughs> and so like it is nature and it's nurture because yeah. um our genes do matter and they do ha- play a role however what we're exposed to matters a little bit more yeah and so because it's a big debate like um i have i've had debates with um a lot of friends yeah like well with certain <laughs> topics yeah you know yeah uh for one of them is homosexuality yeah you know nature and nurture is the biggest thing for that and yeah. it's like well they don't believe it's both yeah like they just think it's nature that way yeah. and i had to kind of like y'all man like no it's not just one way like with nature or nurture or versus nurture is like you know you you like you said you get your genes your biological characteristics and then uh, your surroundings, your environmental surroundings shape who you are at the yeah. end of the day, you yeah. know, because you could come from like a super close minded racist family and grow up to be completely opposite based off of your, you know, who you surround yourself yeah. with. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yeah, it definitely there. I could talk about that forever. Yeah. So 100%. I'm just like trying not to say too. I don't know, because I could keep going. So, yeah. but yes. So we got it. It's both. It's both. Cheers. Cheers. However, it just like research does show that it is yeah. both. So yeah, hundred percent. No, I like like I've uh, yeah we studied the same field. So hundred percent. Like I had to write a whole ass fucking paper about it. You know, uh, with 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 the the resources and articles got to come from a certain place yeah. to make sure what you're talking about is. Legit. Legit, yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Shouts to education for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, stability or change? I don't know. Want me to give you some context? Yeah, yeah. So, for example, <laughs> like stability, the belief is like uh, change is relative, relatively difficult for people uh, once their personality personality traits have been established. Yeah. And change theorists argue like that family interactions, school experiences, outside experiences can um, can change you. Yeah. Like, you're not usually just who you are for the rest of your life. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. You can definitely change. I mean, yeah, I think it depends on the person and what you're exposed to and what. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Because also, like, you deal with people who mm-hmm. have trauma mm-hmm. and sometimes you can't change them mm-hmm. with outer experiences mm-hmm. or give them a new environment yeah. and then they change the way they think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes it's, they're kind of just built that way from, you know, cause I'm pretty sure you've yeah. had people that you couldn't help all the way. Well, I mean, that these there, I feel like all of these are just so complex. So Very it's complex. so hard to yeah. like say one thing with any, like, like any of it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because there's so many different theories and and reasons why and beliefs as to or research into like why someone may do this versus this or yeah. you know I don't know um, but people experience life so differently and so people can definitely change yeah. people are definitely capable of amazing things they can't they yeah, can't stuff, you know yeah. absolutely um, it just. It just depends. Yeah, it just depends who you are, yeah. who you surround yourself yeah. with. Are you willing to open? Yeah. You know, or or sometimes you might not need to at all. Maybe yeah. you're you're cool with how you are. I feel like as we, it's weird because with stability, I feel like as we get older, and I find myself this way too. Uh, there's kind of some things where I won't change. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it might not be crazy. It could be like the music I listen mm-hmm. to, right? Like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm not listening to that what that new era hip hop stuff or whatever, right? Yeah. But uh, but those are some things I feel like, you know, it, it tailors depending on what the situation is. Yeah. You know. Exactly. I, I had to bring them up because that's the whole <laughs> point of psychology yeah. is like, it's the, the push and pull of these theories, different psychologists that come up with, with different theories on human development yeah. from you know childhood all the way to pretty much when you're about to die yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. like there's these things that we go through uh it's a very interesting field yeah. i'm glad i went towards that mm-hmm. even though i don't really use it mm-hmm. uh in a professional world mm-hmm. but i definitely use it when it comes to dealing with people like yeah i know how to talk to people yeah i love based it based on how they <laughs> they are i could be mm-hmm. like i can't say certain things to this dude mm-hmm. or this is how I know I could push this person's buttons. Yeah, no, but it is, you know, and it's just, there's so many different debates and stuff. However, as I'm, I'm a trauma therapist, so my lens and view, you know, I know I said this already, yeah. but I just see people and like, it, to me, it just makes sense, you know, why someone 100%. would do certain things, you know, why, I, I don't know if you look at the context, if you look at the history, also trans, transgenerational stuff too, that's passed down through genes and right. it just like, obviously this person's mad no 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. you know and so um it's so complex it's so complex but people are complex yeah. so and that's why i love why i love what it, you though. do yeah mm-hmm. uh i would assume that a lot of therapists or people that are in the field of psychology they're very open-minded no pun intended mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel like you have to be but are there ever times when you're like uh dealing with a 
with a client or a patient and some of your worldviews or societal views, you just really can't like get towards that or they're saying some wild shit. Yeah. Um, do you do you combat that or do you even like show that you're on the other side or whatever the case may be? Yeah. Or do you just try to work through it so you you don't like piss them <laughs> off or so to speak? Yeah, um, I'm not too concerned about pissing anyone off, yeah. you know, um, meaning, though, I'm not like rude. I'm not disrespectful. Right. So I definitely do get clients that have, um, you know, beliefs that do not align with my beliefs, Right. <laughs> which my beliefs are very like inclusive. Everyone should. Yeah. I just. We're here for everybody. Uh, yeah, everybody is you know, everybody. Like yeah. I just accept everyone. And so. um it depends on what is said. Um, and it depends, you know, I definitely will not accept any type of disrespect towards any right. other person or groups or group yeah. or anything like that. And when someone does say something, I definitely shut that down and say it's not yeah. appropriate. Um, I don't, right. you know, we don't disrespect anybody here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, when people have, you know, I've ha I have people also who have, I don't know, it depends on what, what is said and to how I work with it. You mm -hmm. know, for example, I did have a client <laughs> who um, he just had a lot of anger and yeah. he definitely had a personality disorder and he definitely did not um, like himself or, you know, he had a lot of, he's been hurt a lot, right? And yeah. so the things that he would say about people were not nice, you know, but the way I viewed him and the way I view a lot of people is I get it. You're hurt and hurt people hurt people and yeah. we need to work with that. And so being able to just shift that, that a little bit and work on his trauma so he can like start to like himself. And so it just, it's that too. Everything is, I can't give you one answer. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, that's that's pretty much the yeah. field itself. Yeah, you know? but you got to work with what you what you're getting thrown yeah. at you. Yeah, and so, but I definitely like no, no. You know, I've had people say derogatory things towards me. Mm -hmm. I've had, you know, uh, that's not ever going to be accepted. Yeah, so, they might just, they might have to find somebody yeah. else if they don't feel yeah. it. Yeah, or towards other people, like or at groups. I just absolutely not. We're yeah. not gonna do that yeah so not in my practice yeah but however you know i see people like that who just like they need they need so much help i see mm -hmm. them as the people who probably who probably need the most help you know who yeah. need to they need help you know yeah. um because like when you hate someone that much or a group or, or anything like that's so heavy for you like i i know there there's something there yeah on and so i i also see that side of it where Damn, I, I do want to help them because they need the most help. You know, right. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I feel you because like uh, I've spoke to people where they feel in the other way. Yeah. This specific group needs help. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's like we're almost like pushing against each other because we just don't agree on the yeah. same things. And we look at it as like, oh, they need help or this person needs help. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I feel like. If everyone could just be open, yeah. no matter where you stand, yeah, if you could just be open to it. Like, I've learned to do that more. You know what I'm saying? Like, on stuff I don't personally agree with, I've learned to try to and be open about it. Yeah. Because peop, that's how people think. And I don't want to just be like, oh, you know, yeah. like walking around and, oh, I can't fuck with this person because it's how they think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'd rather, I know there's something we could like. Cause like sports talk, yeah. <laughs> that we don't fuck with the same yeah. team, but we could still share a beer over that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like there has to be a way we could do it in 
more important societal uh, topics yeah. besides sports. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's no, tough though. I totally agree. And people just, I just, I just see honestly the world and humans as like, we're very hurt and traumatized yeah. and trying to figure out life and life is fucking hard. And it's yeah, just true. like, you know, like, 100%. and people are trying to, I don't know. And so we all just need each other yeah. and we need like, I just, I just hear really similar things from people yeah. of like, they, they want to hold on to this and they want to hold on to that. And it's their identity. But like, so I hear different groups of people saying very similar things. Exactly. However, not like, you know, disrespecting each other is not okay. Yeah, um, no matter what, yes. it's not okay. man. <laughs> but know? I hear very similar things where it's like, we just, we need each other. So yeah. like, what's, what's up? Like, stop. Yeah. hundred percent. So. I agree with you on that. All right, just a few more questions, okay, Emerald, okay. <laughs> to, so people could kind of get to know mm -hmm. you more. Um, if you could relive any day, what would mm -hmm. it be? Any day. Yeah. You could relive any day. <laughs> any day. Wow. I don't know. I know you got, because you've had, you've had like a dope life. Um, yeah. I know you said like, you know, uh, you, you kind of grew up a little hard, like a harder life than yeah. most people, but like as an adult, Man, you've you've had some cool experiences. Thank you. No, yeah. I have. I have. I've traveled. I've I've worked really hard and and I just have saved money and I've just you know, experiences are really important to me and I don't yeah. want to miss out on experiences. That's like one of my fears. I don't want to miss out on Yeah. I don't want to get to when I'm older and be like, "Damn, I, I should have I should have done that, you know." so bad at this <laughs> what, what's uh what's up uh, here I'll, let me let me try to pinpoint it and I'll help you out um what's a, a memory when you were traveling europe that you mm -hmm. wish you could do again Jeez, that one too you know what the um, i love the amalfi coast yeah and it's uh, just such an amazing ex experience i backpacked too so yeah. i wasn't like i just had a backpack going through um that's fire but and you did that right yeah, but I had a group of people okay, with me. Okay. Like you, you were solo, right? <laughs> I was by myself. Yeah. Um, but that was one of my favorite times. And then also in the country in Italy, I just, I was by myself, but I stayed at a hostel that was an old winery. Mm -hmm. um, that was just like so cool. It was in yeah. a little small town and I, they had like I, bikes and I rode a bike. I don't know, so corny, but that, I love that. It was so peaceful and yeah. quiet and just like, beautiful it's soothing to the soul when yeah. you can do things like that yeah and yeah. a little town where like like um cobblestones yeah just so fucking cute <laughs> yeah I, I told my girl i was like yo like because she's never traveled like outside oh, yeah. of like north america i don't think so so i told her I said yo like we're leaving mm -hmm. the world or the world we're leaving the country country you <laughs> yeah. know what i'm saying so that's amazing we're going uh, uh, i'm taking her to south korea for her birthday yeah in june and that's one of the things that i want to do is like those little like some people might yeah. think it's corny or whatever yeah. but like those like peaceful things you yeah, know just we could see the world a different way you know whether it's like riding your bike through a small ass mm -hmm. town or seeing how people live like i always envision like me traveling i'm walking down a city and i see this old lady like making bread yeah outside. i love that that's all yeah. i want and that's i'm just all I and want. i just have this like yeah our conversation with her where we barely are speaking yeah. the same language mm -hmm. and I get a piece of bread and it's so fresh and good and then like I just leave and I hold that and I'm like I'm never gonna see this lady again she's never yeah. gonna see me again but yeah. I'm never gonna forget that mm -hmm. moment mm -hmm. right yeah you know I don't know I love things like that and yeah. I had such an amazing time traveling by myself and yeah. I met so many amazing people who I still keep in contact with and mm -hmm. yeah I don't know those things is it 
It's just what it's about. Yeah, I don't that's know. Fire though. Amalfi Coast, though. Yeah. I, I still got to go. So beautiful. I'm going to make it one yeah. of my, my places. You got to go. <laughs> I do. I do. All right. Three people you'll have dinner with, dead or alive. Okay. <laughs> this is a pretty... I should, I should be prepared for this just because I feel like people get this question and I'm yeah. not... <laughs> no, I, I'm never prepared for yeah. questions either, but... You know, I think one of them, I might say my grandfather, which mm-hmm. is my mom's father. Okay. Who I didn't know, and I he passed away this year. And oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. Um, but thank you. Yeah, no worries. But a lot has come out of him passing and a lot of things I've learned. But I have never, like, I met him one time in my life. Mm, okay. Um, I think him, honestly, because I'm in this place in my life right now where, I'm really finding out a lot about myself and mm. my history, which I never had the opportunity to. So yeah. I think he, he would be one. And then and this is crazy, too. I recently met my father. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and That's so dope. when I met like a year and a half ago now, but his mother, we have the same birthday. And mm. I met her one time, too, and she passed away. And we oh, had wow. a um, a plan to celebrate our birthday last year together. Um, it would have been like her 99th birthday, something like that. And she wow. passed away. And so I think her as well, because I never had the opportunity to get to know her. Yeah. So both of them, I never had the opportunity and I'm on this new path of like, who am I and, yeah. and finding out about my history. And, um, so I would love to do that. Um, and then, you know, someone else, <laughs> <laughs> The third one's tough, man. Yeah. I mean, there could be so many people. There's so many people who just like, I find so impressive. It's, yeah. this is so hard. <laughs> you know, I've always wanted to talk to Bill Gates. Fire, man. <laughs> you know, yeah. I know he reads a book like every day or something. I don't know. I know he does. He's just like a very brilliant person. And yeah. I know recently there's like a whole new whatever right. stuff about him. But I just think, just um biggest brain yeah him and i like elon musk like just very now he's a little different too but like just these people who are advanced and yeah. beyond our time yeah in, in my in my opinion i'm just their brain is different yeah i would love to just just to kind of see where it's yeah. at or or, or yeah. maybe how they think about certain things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or how they got to where they're at yeah. you know because yeah. like i f- um i feel everyone has phases in their life. You're never going to be the same person no. through your whole life. No. You're going to change. Everything's going to be different. Yeah. I think it's dope, though, that you want to sit down with your mom's father and mm-hmm. your father's mom. Yeah. Just so you can <laughs> get to know more about your yeah. your history. Because I think that's important. Even yeah. if you don't know necessarily much about your actual culture, but to know your 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 nucleus yeah. and like how they were as a, as a people, where they got it from. It kind of tells you a story about maybe this is where I got it from mm-hmm. because nature, you know, your genetics mean something. Yeah. So, it you know, really it does. could shape you, you know, what, if you don't mind me asking, what's, what, what's your ethnicity? I never yeah. asked you that question before. Yeah. I'm multiracial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I laugh because I, I was saying, I just found out like a lot about me. And so really yeah. that question a couple of years ago, I would be like, well, I don't, I'm just, multi- I don't really know because I don't know my father. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know? And so I've been told these things, but yeah. my father is Mexican mm-hmm. um, and Spanish. And then my mom is native white and black. Wow. And so, um, so yeah. yeah, yeah. So very, 
You're you're right there. Yeah, you got at least half the world. Yeah. So yeah. I'll yeah, it's just multiracial. That's super dope, man. You ever been mm-hmm. to Spain? I have been to Spain. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you. Mm-hmm. I seen a picture. You went to a Real Madrid game, right? I did. Right? I did. Yeah. <laughs> you I was jealous, do it. dude. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was like, oh man. You know what's crazy? When I was in Italy, I was in Rome. Roma played against Juventus, and we had no idea until we walked into yeah. like a restaurant and saw it on TV. That's so, man. Yeah, and there was no one around. We we're like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, everyone's at the fucking game. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, no, it was whack. It was whack. All right, Emerald, I want to take too much of your time. Um, but first of all, I just want to thank you for uh, coming on to the show. I hope and I know that you were able to educate a lot of people oh, on what you do and what other people are doing to find help. I was going to say better help, but we're not going <laughs> to put it there. To find help. Yeah. Um, I just got to say that's a commendable thing. Uh, like I said, I've seen you grow as a person, even though we never really talk that much, we just kind of see each other through passing and have small conversations here and there. But social media has given us the opportunity yeah. to watch people grow in advance. And like I said, you've been an inspiration to me, not only in education, but in travel. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know if you remember when <laughs> yeah, I hit I you up. I was like, yo, I'm about to go uh, yeah. to hear my cousins. What'd you do? What'd you do? And I had no help in the planning with, with that. I just let them do and everything. <laughs> but um, there's a lot of inspiration, even though... You might not feel it or sometimes people won't tell you ahead of time. But I feel like this is a great time for me to tell you. Thank you for the inspiration you've had in parts of my life. Oh, um, oh my God. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm trying to give people the flowers. No, I appreciate you know, it. You never I know we're like, going to see each other again. It means again. so much. Yeah. So. yeah. So thank you for that. Um, and uh, I hope, I know you. she wants to start podcasting, guys. So I do, I do. I hope you can get that <laughs> off the ground. Like I said, I can I can answer any questions. for Well, most it. of them. If not, I'm going to have to ask my cousins because yeah. I don't really know how to use all this. <laughs> they just teach me. But um, before I let you go, uh, some somebody that you would like to see on my show, the mm-hmm. last question mm-hmm. that I have for you, uh, but you got to help me get them on later okay. on in the future. Oh. Yeah. You did say earlier <laughs> that you got a lot of people. Yeah, Maybe no. Maybe it could be you your know, friend or yeah. whatever, yeah. You know who... Um, Maybe the Camp Anytown director, He his name is Rico Campo. He does a lot of things in the community. That's not all he does. He also yeah. does a lot of activism and work with um, undocumented individuals. And, oh, fire. Okay. Um, he's, Dope. he's from, or he grew up in Las Vegas, and he has, he's just like an amazing individual. So, okay. Rico Campo. <laughs> fire. Yeah, we're definitely going to get, I'm going to hit you up for yeah. Rico. It's going to be later on. Yeah. But it's definitely going to, I know, uh, I would love to have someone yeah. like him on the show. But females yeah. as well, right? Yes. Man, right, yeah. you if need you, females. Yeah, I need more females. <laughs> Dude, my my demographic of listeners, it's yeah. moved up, mm-hmm. but it's eighty four eighty four percent male, eleven or whatever the other mm-hmm. percentages. The rest of that is is female. Yeah, well, I know a ton of amazing women, like yeah. amazing, powerful women who would love to. I think would be interested. Um, I just have to brainstorm, but yeah, 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 for yeah sure. No, I. Yes. Yeah. Let more me know. Women. Let me know. Yes. I, I, I need to talk to more women on the show. Okay. For sure. Okay. For sure. I'll send them your way. Perfect. <laughs> All right, y'all. Emerald Stanton. I have the um, her link in the description. Uh, if you want to learn more about what she does or even reach out to her, definitely do so. And uh, all her socials as well. So we'll see you guys next week. I appreciate y'all. Peace. Thank you.